Hello and welcome back to the Animal Rescue Podcast, what you always wanted to know but didn't know who to ask. We are back from a little break uh, with our new episodes so that I could work with a team of wonderful interpreters to get all of the backlog of episodes interpreted into American Sign Language. Those episodes are all out on YouTube now, ready to view. Um, and this week we are back with Liz from Best Life Leashes. Liz joins me to talk about her company, how she got started, and the impact that she's having on the um, animal rescue world and communities of rescue animals. So thank you for listening. Enjoy! All right. Hi, Liz. Thank you for joining me on the Animal Rescue Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Um, You started the company Best Life Leashes, right? Yes. Yeah. How did that get started? Um, So my boyfriend and I, or Best Life partner, and I um, have two dogs, Mr. Breakfast and Buddha. And they are purebreds. Um, one is a French bulldog, which is Buddha, and Mr. Breakfast is an American bully. And um, we're both very passionate about animal rescue, dog rescue, and they're both rescues. And we would always have people come up to us and ask, you know, oh, what breeder did you get them from? Uh, Mr. Breakfast has really poorly cropped ears. And so a lot of people would like ask me, why did you do that, you know, to his ears and things like that. And Um, I'd always known that I wanted to do something to sort of promote dog rescue. Um, but I had just kind of started to see a trend and people getting really tired of, uh, kind of like being lectured, like told, you know, you should dog rescue kind of thing. So, um, him and I both being kind of just problem solvers. Um, he is an experienced entrepreneur and I kind of like knew the industry and we just started talking and he said, what if there is a way that people knew what dogs were rescues without having to tell them. And so then we kind of, you know, started thinking of different designs and different ways. And he's the one who actually said, um, hey, I put these two white stripes on a leash and collar. And I said, oh, why? To be the symbol for rescue dogs. I was like, there is no symbol for rescue dogs. And he goes, yeah, I know there is now. So (laughs) um, it really just kind of like, It started before we didn't even know that it had started, if that makes sense. You know, originally we just kind of wanted to make um, some really trendy and cool, um, high quality, functional um, dog leashes and collars. So we started with the cargo pocket uh, with the, you know, built in poop bag dispenser. Cause I'm one of those people where like the clip ons and it hits you and you're not even moving and somehow it's still smooth and hitting your hand. (laughs) You know, um, and like the tying on poop bags and stuff. I just, I've never liked them. And, you know, we kind of just designed, you know, this leash that would have the the built in and multiple handles that are, um, we wanted it to be thin and sleek because a couple of the other leashes I had that had the traffic handles, it would be like thin and then bulky, you know, with the handle. And so we wanted to make more of a kind of a streamlined, modern, you know, trendy, cool leash that people will be proud to, to use. And that's kind of how the symbol was born. It was just kind of a over the over dinner conversation almost. <laughs> yeah, that's so awesome. Now you best life leashes also support rescue organizations, right? So yes. yeah, we have a, sorry. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, we have a, a one for one um, donation program, and so essentially what that means is 
Um, anytime that you buy one of our leashes and collars, and if you use a code of one of our rescue partners, and if we say rescue partners, but it's rescue organizations and animal shelters, really any nonprofit um, animal like rescue or shelter. Um, we don't discriminate against any of them. Um, but uh, if you use their code at checkout, we donate exactly matching uh, leash and collars to them. And we send them out every month on a monthly basis. So it just kind of helps them, um, you know, leashes and collars are expensive, you know, having to provide it for the fosters or even just have, you know, leashes and collars on the dogs and the shelters to walk them. And so we're kind of helping them be able to take those funds that they would normally have to buy leashes and collars to put towards other things like medical needs and behavioral stuff. Yeah. How do organizations get connected with you guys? It's really simple. Um, they pretty much just email us, you know, hello at and say, hey, you know, for this rescue and, you know, maybe give us their website so we can just kind of check them out. And just a second, you're freezing. Are we back? All right. Are we good? I think we're good. Okay, so if you wouldn't mind starting oh, back at- Now it's not the internet connection is unstable. Oh, no. Starting to freeze up again. Let's see if I can. When we did this, it was really fun, right? <laughs> All right, I think, are we back now? I think we're good. Okay, so <laughs> going back to how organizations get connected with you. Yeah, yeah, so all they have to do is email us at hello at bestlifeleashes.org and say, hey, we're this rescue, give us the name of their rescue and we'd like to be a, a partner with you and join the donation program. And we schedule a call with them just because we offer so much more you know, than, than most partnerships do. Um, we offer content, so we actually provide them with content, like a Google Drive content, um, where they can just go there, download images or copy and paste captions, because, you know, we want their focus to be on rescuing the animals and, and serving the animals and promoting them to be adopted and things like that. So um, we provide content for them to be able to, you know, one, kind of like explain our mission, you know, better and easier, and two, just make it easier on them, because, um, you know, they just have to share their code in order for people to know that the code is there and so we want them to have the easiest way you know to be able to do that um, and we have other benefits as well like we provide marketing advice and, and things like that to help with other fundraisers as well so it's not just ours we want them to benefit and, and be successful in other um, fundraisers I think if it's completely different from from our donation program um, so we just have a quick little 10 to 15 minute phone call after that I create a code I send them an email and they're good to go. Oh. I love that you just make it so easy for refugees to get connected because I mean, they're so busy. <laughs> There's so much more going yes. on. So the easier it is to get connected and have another resource for them. is just awesome. I'd like to let them know that um, we provide a list of all of our rescue partners on our website. Um, so all you have to do is go to our website at bestlifeleashes.org and click on the tab that says rescue partners. Um, it has their name, their logo, kind of like a little bio description about them, like where they're located, what their main focus of rescue or, or, or the shelter. 
Um, then it also has their website that you can connect to them with and their code. So that way you can, anybody can look to see if, you know, their rescue that they were sheltered that they want to support is on the list. Um, and that way everybody has access, you know, to be able to, to see the codes. Uh, but we also let the rescue partners know that it's a way for them to connect and network with each other. You know, if, if we've had a couple of them say, oh, I, I had a transport out of this area. So can I reach out to, you know, so-and-so I saw that they're on the list. I'm like, yeah, you know, connect with each other, use it to help each other out. And, you know, just as a resource for them as well. Yeah, that's great. Um, so I see that you have, the collars that you make are just martingales, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why did you pick those? So we picked those mostly because um, originally it was because just the sleek design, the, the better look, you know, there was no buckle. Um, and also Mr. Breakfast, our bully, uh, usually does like the, any bully owners will know this, the, you know, like completely soft and flatten out. And, or even if dogs, you know, they try to pull back and, and it, the collar won't slip off of them essentially. Um, so you don't, you know, buckle collars and flat collars, other flat collars, you have to have it on them, you know, two fingers, you know, width underneath, but they can still slip out of it. And it also leaves kind of that dent in their fur, which yeah. to me, like you kind of scratch under it and they're always like, oh my God, you know, kind of thing. Which to me, I kind of felt like whenever you wear your hair up in a ponytail for a long time, you know, and it kind of hurts, but it kind of feels good when you rub it. Like, it just made me feel bad. Like I was like, oh man, like our dogs are having to have this like dent in their fur, you know, that we don't really want them to have. Um, and with the martingale collars, it actually, the way that we designed them, they have a, a kind of like a limited pull tight. So they can't go any tighter than what the dog, like it won't choke them. It's not a choke collar, yeah. um, but it will let them wear the collar at a more loose manner to where it's not, it um, doesn't have to be so tight all the time because if they do go to pull or try to back away or, you know, even with corrections for walking, it's, it's really good with training. Um, it will, you know, tighten as you pull. And so that way they don't have to get that dent, you know, in their fur around their neck. Yeah. I absolutely love martingale collars for transporting animals for the shelter. Like I can't tell you how many times I've been so nervous with a bolter. What happens? And the slip leads are nice, but they're not always like they can slip out of it still. Yeah, but it's really nice to have a martingale because, like you said, they can't slip out of it. Any yeah. pressure that they put on it keeps it secure. Yeah, yeah, and also the the slip leads. I mean, I understand you have to use them, you know, and they're easy. They're they're cheap. They're you know very easily accessible. But for me, I've seen so many dogs that have like been really scared and freaked out on leashes and they they choke you know they start to turn blue and and it's just scary you know to see that because then they're going to freak out even more um so with the you know what's called like a limited pull or limited tighten uh, martingale collar you actually to size it on a dog um you put it on and you actually pull it you know the loop as tight as it can go and that's actually how you measure with the two finger you know width or you can actually do a one finger width and then that's the width that you tighten it. Like that's is like, that's where it goes tight, you know, basically. And so that way, when you let it go, it's loose. And that way, whenever you pull it, it won't ever go any tighter than like, just won't slip off. Like it won't choke yeah. the dog. Yeah. Yeah. That's so nice. Yeah. They're my favorite for sure. And we try to make it out of a, um, it's the same material as seatbelts. 
Okay. So, you know, we withstand um, like really strong pulling because, you know, seat belts, they have to withstand people being, you know, thrusted forward. Uh, but also they won't fray, you know, if you notice car seat belts and cars, like they don't fray, they don't fade, they don't, you know, they last a really long time. And they're just kind of that softer, more pliable material. Um, and so that way it just feels better. You know, it feels better for the dog, feels better for you, all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, we have two right now, two Martingale collars. Um, I, have a, I have six dogs at home and my husband is like, well, we buy way too many collars. We have so many just sitting around. They don't need more collars. And I was like, hmm, okay, we're going to buy two for now. Wink, wink, but I don't have stripes on them. <laughs> them in. You know, if we do a little at a time, he won't notice. It'll be fine. <laughs> All of a sudden he sees ones of white, white stripes running around the house. He's like, like that. <laughs> Wait, I don't remember all these collars being here before. <laughs> it's too funny. Yeah, and that's what you really try to like, like emphasize to people is, you know, this leash and this collar, it's so much more, you know, it's, it's a way to, once the, the, the word, you know, the word is getting out and once the word is really out there, people will just be able to, to see it, you know, they'll be able to see all these awesome people, the, these awesome dogs, because you know, unfortunately there is still that stigma on rescue dogs or shelter dogs and you know that they're like these broken down like dirty mangy you know kind of beings and um we just want to make it to where people can learn on their own you know they don't have to be told you know that they should rescue they don't have to be explained it you know explain why it's good it's better to do that or you know any of that they can just kind of start to see like almost touching on that FOMO kind of kind of feeling like man all my friends have rescue dogs and they have this cool like leash and collar uh, there's even a time when uh, I knew of someone that knew someone that was very adamant like I will never get a rescue dog I will always you know go to a breeder because I don't want to deal with you know a dog that misbehaves or issues or baggage or health issues um, and she like was looking at her friend she said see like that dog over there you know and the dog actually had our our leash and uh she said that's like she goes yeah like that beautiful doberman over there and she said that's a rescue dog it has the best like leash and it just completely a total paradigm shift yeah you know occurred because she was just like oh my gosh and you know here in san diego we see the the white stripes out pretty often and she actually started to see more and more dogs and more and more dogs that she thought were from breeders, but they're actually rescue dogs. And so she kind of, it it opened her, it ignited that flame, you know, that little kind of curiosity, that flame of interest, but it also let her see on her own, you know, without, nobody likes to be lectured. Nobody like, you know, yeah, you can tell somebody a hundred times, like you can get a purebred dog, you can get happy dogs, you can get, you know, well-bred dogs, like really, you know, quote unquote, like no health issues, like, you know, from reputable breeders that people just give up. Um, and it just kind of lets them, like, you can tell them as many times as you want, but until they see it on their own, yeah. you know, seeing and believing and until we can kind of let them sit there and say like, oh man, like maybe like, you know, maybe we want to join in on this too. Maybe we should consider, you know, helping out and fostering or rescuing and things like that. Have you noticed a change in the way that people respond to Mr. Breakfast now and you 
like having with his ears cropped, have they changed their tune? Have they noticed the, the lesion collar on him? Um, so what's really cool is they, people still will say like, oh my gosh, what happened to his ears? What's funny is interesting is some people think that his ears are naturally that way. Um, that's been kind of a, that's been a strange shift. I don't know if it's, if it's because uh, we, we moved to a different area than we were before, or I'm not really sure. I don't know if it's because maybe I'm noticing it more. That could be it too. But um, whenever we tell people, you know, oh, he has the two white stripes and this is the symbol for rescue dogs. And they're like, oh, okay. And what's really neat is people will overhear and they'll go, oh, I didn't know that. And we, we do notice that whenever we tell somebody that, or even when somebody says, oh yeah, he's a rescue dog, it's the two white stripes, you know, normally I would get glares of kind of like, oh, they cropped his ears. But now it's kind of, you see the faces turn to like, oh, okay, <laughs> it's a rescue dog. So yeah, there is definitely a, a change and a difference. Um, you know, like I said, we've already heard of some people uh, the white stripes really helping them out. One girl actually even told us that she moved to a new area and didn't know anybody, like a new state. And she took her dog to the dog park and she also had a, a best life leash. And she saw two other people there with best life leashes. And she saw the two white stripes. And so she went over and she said, hey, like me too, <laughs> you know? And she was able to make friends. And those are still like her two closest friends now. So it's, it's this creating of a community as well for people. Um, it's not only saying, you know, hey, this is a rescue dog, but it's also saying like, I'm proud, you know, to have rescued my dog, check it out, isn't it cool? But it's also a way for people to, you know, we've been walking in Balboa Park, which is a big park here in San Diego. And we've heard like, hey, Stripe Squad, and they're pointing at their stripes, you know? And so it's just this really cool kind of like, not exclusive, but yet exclusive, you know, community or this club, you know, the squad that you can be a part of that is really kind of bringing everybody together and also bringing more people into it, you know, and, and just creating more interest and curiosity around the, the dog rescue world. I love it so much. I love that people are interacting with each other because of the callers and leashes. That's so yeah, yeah, that was the first time it happened. I like, I started crying. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> you know, I was like so happy. I was like, they saw they have their stripes, you know? And we were um, a little while after kind of we started getting, gaining more popularity. We were in the car at a stoplight and I kind of casually looked over and there's a dog sitting there and he had the blue collar with his white. And I was like, oh my God, that's so white stripes. And so we like waved at him and stuff and we showed them ours, you know? So yeah. it's been, like we heard other people doing the same, you know, I went to the dog park and they said, Hey, look what I got, you know, and stuff. So it's been really cool to see this, you know, kind of community on Instagram, but also in person, like real life, you know, um, come together and just kind of start to show people, you know, like, look at these awesome people, look at this, you know, dog rescue is not just for what I hear, um, people who can't afford to buy a dog or something, you know, like those, those weird kind of stigmas against it. And, and, you know, you can get puppies, you can get purebred dogs. Like it's just kind of starting to make an impact and we're just barely at the, the tip of where it's starting. So I'm really excited to kind of see it grow and, and inspire even more people. Have you noticed any pushback at all? Um, not really. Um, We've only gotten a couple of 
like questioning why, you know, like, hey, you know, why can't non-rescue dogs um, get the leash? And what we've always said is we don't, we're not saying you can't, um, we can't control who buys our leashes and collars. We appreciate the support, you know, no matter what. So it's really not like, it's not like we're saying like, oh, if you don't have a rescue dog, you can't buy the leash. Um, but it's kind of more of like, a, in fact, if anything, like if they have a, you know, beautiful dog shirt, like people think you know, that it's a rescue, <laughs> you know, you're actually just helping the cause even more. Um, but I think it's, uh, it's kind of like, you know, walk around and like with a shirt that says like, I'm adopted and people are like, oh, you're adopted. And you're like, no, I just support adoption. You know, it'd be kind of weird. So it's just kind of more, uh, people have just kind of like asked like, oh, why can't I get one? I said, you can absolutely get one. Um, we're never going to stop anybody, you know, from wanting to, to show, the stripe, show the stripes and especially if they donate, you know, to our rescues. But it's really never been any negative feedback. It's more so just kind of been the curiosity out of that and kind of like clarification and just wondering really. Yeah, that's nice. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see, where can people learn more about Best Life Leashes and the work you do? Like you provide resources on your website? Yes, yeah, so we have, um, we have blogs, you know, that kind of, explain you know what the white stripes are why they're white why two white stripes for this and like you know why we made it two white stripes um there's also a bunch of like rescue stories of course that you know dogs that are on instagram and things like that and just kind of heartwarming and funny and, and happy tales you know kind of deal um so we have a lot of blogs we also have um, our podcast as well that we put as a blog post that you can find on youtube um, everything associated with us is just best life leashes. So if you look that up, you know, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, uh, we're on YouTube. We're not on Twitter, I don't think. We might be, but I don't think we posted anything. <laughs> um, and, uh, but also on our website, you know, we actually have uh, pages that say the story about the stripes, you know, explaining them more, you know, things like that. And then of course, um, just kind of other resources of how to keep your dog cool in summer and things like that, just for, for more educational purposes. Yeah, I forgot to ask, how do you clean the, the collars? Because I know my dogs are, they would rather be outside digging holes, especially if it's raining. So like, are they easy to clean or? They are actually, so you can, um, uh, we, have, we do have a, a blog up that kind of explains, you know, how to do it. We also have a reel on our Instagram, but um, take a pillow sack or like a laundry bag, you know, one of the mesh laundry bags, um, pop the leashes and collars in there. Of course, make sure that there's no, like in the cargo pocket, take out any like chapstick <laughs> or put bags or anything. I've made that mistake. Oh, no. And um, it's empty, yeah. And just pop them in the bag. We do recommend making sure it's with a full load of something like towels so that way it doesn't hit, you know, the side of the washer. Um, but, uh, yeah, just don't use bleach, you know, don't bleach them cause they are, the dye will go away. Um, wash them on a cold, cold water, gentle cycle and pull them out and just hang dry them. And they will literally look brand new. Yeah. That's always yeah. the biggest issue that I've had with collars and leashes is they get dirty and dingy and then you can try to wash them, but they don't really come out. Very yeah. Nice. That looks great about the, the, uh, polyester webbing, you know, it's like the double netted poly polyester webbing, you know, the seatbelt material that we use, um, it's meant to not hold in stains or odors. So even if it, you know, we have 
Mr. Breakfast who can, you know, he has oily skin, he has allergies yep. and stuff like that. And it can get pretty stinky. Yep. Um, we've also had it to where he um, sat on one of them and expressed his anal glands on it. And we all know how stinky that can be. <laughs> He's kind of rude. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we just washed it and I was kind of, you know, this is when we, before we even released them, actually, we were kind of beta testing them. And we washed it and it came out and I was smelling the crap. <laughs> you know, I was like, yeah, I smell the but no, no smell at all. And, and um, the ones that we've had, we still use the original ones um, from when we, we launched, which is over a year ago. And people say like, oh, I guess they get brand new leashes every walk. And we're like, no, this is the same ones that will pretty much because, you know, they're meant to, to not fray. And there's been a couple of times where puppies have chewed on them, you know, and people, customers have told us. Uh, but what's really neat is if there is like a little tear or a little notch of a tear from chewing in there, um, it's designed for that tear to not be able to, to get bigger. You know, most leashes and collars, once it starts to fray, you know, mm-hmm. it'll eventually like make its way all the way through. Um, but with the seatbelt, you know, kind of material design, it actually kind of stops it from going any further. So the leash can still last longer. That's awesome. Well, Liz, thank you so much for joining me and teaching me a little bit more about your company. I love the mission. I love the work that you're doing. And I, I love the community that you're developing. It's fantastic. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And thank you so much for having me and, and, joining the strike squad, you know, I'm so excited. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I look forward to connecting with you some more and, and just kind of watching your podcast. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Animal Rescue Podcast. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe, and tell your friends. Thank you. 